I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yo, this be episode 161. I think I've got everybody with me, knowing that we just had a super show last week and some technical difficulties. Let's give this a whirl. Quick roll call. Stu, do I have you? I'm knackered and chuffed to be here. Ah, uh, that's fabulous. What about Clarence Swamptown? Cheerio, fuckers. And <laughs> Sir John? Hello, gentlemen. Uh, totally good. Hello. That's not British. You're the most British of any of us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're supposed to say something British. I, I Every accent I have ever tried to do comes out as pirate. So if you want pirate, I can give it to you. Well, good to know. Yar. Welcome to the UK, mateys. That's good. That's good. Well, we gotta, let, let's move on. Let's, definitely pirate. That. All right, wow. so we need to we need to uh, talk twins just to, to get it off our chest. This is group therapy. We've got a lot of catch me up to do with john who just got in uh stateside from uh across the pond uh in england and then but i think we should start out with the wolves because that's the most recent update was that the lottery happened last night which is always fun i think um I love a good conspiracy. Not, not, so not for the not for the Timberwolves, they've still never moved up in the draft. I should once, say it's always it is always disappointing, but it's always an exciting night no matter what. And this year was probably like the least exciting in I don't know how many years because they they don't really have a huge need, and they weren't you know they're not they weren't so bad that they had the a real inside shot of the number one pick. So it's still just kind of a funny, weird, quirky night in general. But uh, they ended up with the fifth pick. So yeah. I guess it could be worse. It could definitely have dropped, which they didn't do. Yeah, there's nine picks that could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very true. So I've run the numbers. John is correct. Just he now. Be six. He could be seven. Yeah. Heck, he could be mm-hmm. eight. Uh, and on down the line. Mm-hmm. So no miracles last night, but I guess they held serve, which is great. They should be able to get a solid, serviceable guy. Um, or trade. Five, or I trade. A, I think a trade was also mentioned as a not unlikely possibility. Yeah, I think knowing that Tibbs is in town starts to make people think like, okay, now they mean business. Like this is not you don't hire him for a rebuild, so no. they're going to try to make a move as quick as possible. So no, it probably, I mean, it, it, is, is there any insight? I mean, after they signed Durant, 
who are they going to go after once they have Durant or what? Well, I mean, doesn't matter. You get Durant, and he's your he's your small forward, right? I mean, yeah. You move Wiggins to the two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess take your pick of any of the top power forwards. You could probably, I mean, Anthony Davis. I don't know if you can swing a trade for him somehow. You probably package up a Levine and well, Bazzi. So yeah, you you might be able yeah. to get him. You know, yeah. On the cheap, you get a, you get Levine, Bazzi, and give him. You can give him Gorgie too, and you probably get Anthony Davis. And I think yeah. we're looking pretty good for the next seven, eight, ten years. Yeah. So, um, so there's a few guys I think uh, that we should keep our eyes on. I know you guys. We're probably the buddy, number one. Guy, buddy, we're probably the number one podcast in town in terms of scouting for the NBA draft. Wouldn't you say? I mean, are we the experts? Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would disagree with that no okay so i got five names most likely right now as it stands buddy <laughs> so brandon before you start i want you to just go ahead and make up a sixth name and throw it in there and see if any of us know the difference <laughs> be really good because i know too <laughs> lexington charles the third oh yeah oh, oh yeah we got right? that guy yeah big old lex yep I, I just love I love Atlantic Ten guys. <laughs> They're battle tested. They played at the Palestra all four years. They, that's all I know about them. Uh yeah. Um, okay, so you want me to make up a fake one, and you tell me if yeah, he's just real? Make or up fake? one fake one in here. But so five and, real ones and and one fake, and fake one, one, and see if mm-hmm. see if any of us know can correctly guess which one is the fake one, as Brandon says it. All right, I'm in. All right. Let's do this. Um, okay, so the first one is Chris Dunn. Dunn. Like from Brooklyn. I'm going to say that one's real. That's, that's a real guy. Point Providence. guard, right? Point yeah. guard. Providence. Oh, oh, that oh, Okay, not Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. Led to an unexpected 21 and 10 record. Mama Unexpected 21 and 10 record. That's Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brixen does. Okay, just checking. Um, that is a real person. Okay, his name's Chris Dunn. Uh, you're right; he's a point guard. I guess I would say he's like a. Oh, you guys don't want actual stats or. He'd be redundant with Rubio. Would be Brandon. Or, or let's just be them saying the Tyus Jones pick was a mistake, and they're yes, they exactly. Better, they want to have a better option at point guard than especially if Rubio gets injured again. So you look at last year, the lineup real quick was Rubio, Levine, Wiggins, Jang, and Towns as their starting five. I would say the weak link there. Levine, though he should be a lot better because he's so young, and Jang is just okay. But then you look at the bench, it was Tyus, Martin got traded, Shabazz, Belitza, Peck, Payne. It's just garbage, garbage bench. So essentially they, they need kind of one at every position for the bench. So if you think Dunn is a surefire starter, awesome point guard, then yeah, I guess he's potentially redundant. But for now, you would pick him because he's there, he's good, and you would love a backup point guard. And yeah, you're right. Poor Tyus is basically would be the yep. answer to that is one. He, is Chris Dunn better than Tyus? Yes. I don't know enough. Okay. I just Wait, should is Chris be... Dunn better than Rubio? Isn't he a ball disperser? Isn't that Chris Dunn? Dunn is... Not exactly. I mean, he's decent with passing, but he's got he's one of those guys who's a really good athlete, but has got a ton of bad turnovers. Um, okay. 
And so did he also have the big old giant titty on titties on Spider Man? Spider Man movie. That's that's Kirsten Dunst. That's Kirsten Dunst. She's oh. in the second season of Fargo. She's Kirsten, really good. Yeah, she is good. In, she is good in Fargo. You're right. Uh, so that's a good question, though, Clarence. I think he probably gets that question a lot. So that's number one guy, Chris right. Dunn. Okay, now, real or fake, Dragon Bender. He is real because I saw he was like the the European guy people were talking about. Dragon and, is his name? Like, But I think it's I-N, not like dragon. It's like D-R-A-G-I-N. Kind of a kick-ass name. It's a great name. Okay, I have so, no idea what he does, but I like his name. Stuart, you're right. Dragon okay. Bender. I don't actually know how to pronounce it. It's probably Dragon or something, but come on. It's dragon. close enough to it's close enough to Dragon Bender that we're calling him Dragon Bender. I'm calling him Dragon Bender. Is he kind of a dick? Does this team need some grit? Like kind of some dickishness? I think they always need some grit. Like like Pekovic when he was healthy and just looked like a guy from Game of Thrones, that type of thing. Well, was he actually a dick or was he just look intimidating, but he's actually no, I, a teddy bear? He would, uh, he would do a hard fall every once in a while, but I don't know if he had a major chip on his shoulder. Are I think he's a badass. Dickish? Um, I think they've got some dickishness to him. Mm, I don't know who on the Warriors... Well, Draymond Green's a dick, but he's just like punches down like crazy. Like, there's nobody in the league who punches down more than Draymond Green. If you're into that sort of thing, like clowning on backups when he's supposed to be a top ten player. If that's your deal, Draymond's your guy. No, I'm talking about like somebody like just punching a guy in the mouth, like Odor. <laughs> oh, Odor, punch yeah, guy, punch yeah. guy right in the mouth. No, I don't know if they have anybody that's like that sort of that type of guy. Been to prison, I'll punch you in the mouth. No, I would say Peck, though, is close to that for the Wolves. Like, he was definitely a badass that other people were intimidated by, for sure. All right. I don't but think... he's never on court. So. No, he's he's not hurt. And I don't think Dragon Bender is the hero you're looking for in that regard, either. He's a Just tall, a super lanky European guy. Um, kind of a, a Porzingis type? or Exactly a Porzingis type. They say he's more advanced than Porzingis was. At his age, I think Bender's still just that's, 17 or just about to turn 18. That's what they say about every tall European guy. They're like, wow, he's amazingly, uh, he, he, he can shoot with both hands, he's ambidextrous, he cooks beautifully, he sings like an opera singer. They're Everything always, about this kid is wonderful. And then they get over here, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. he actually like, has never seen a basketball. Yeah, whenever they do, like these players will cut, uh, ESPN will cut to like Fran Fraschilla, and he'll be like, you know, hanging from a, you know, a, a rod in his closet, just abusing himself over these European players. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, just he can he can't breathe because he's obviously trying to get you know yep. even more of a more of a high from his orgasm and like yeah, like, you know, a month later they go, oh, well, you know, sometimes it's hit and miss with these European players. And I know, like Jan Vesely, I don't remember a few years ago. Himself. We all remember that. <laughs> yeah, Jan Vesely a few years ago, all the clips were just him jumping really high. And they found out after he was drafted that he just didn't know how to dribble. It's like, well, I'm glad he can jump. That's fucking great. Uh, it's amazing that Khan didn't get John Vasily. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But supposedly Bender is a really good player. He played for like the top team in, in the EuroLeague or something or other. I don't know exactly what team. But um, consensus top five pick. Right now they're saying probably will be like the third pick after those two other studs. So... If you could get Bender, you would hope that 
you know, you could move Jang for somebody or, or he'd be your backup power forward. Although we have like nine backup power forwards at this point. So either way, that guy's looks supposed to be pretty awesome. Uh, um, Okay, the third third pick, uh, Jazz Johnson. Real or fake? Fake. Fake. Well, it's sort of a trick question. It's a real player, but he's not going to be drafted. He is a freshman for Portland, Jazz Johnson. What? Jazz Johnson, real player. Okay, Lionheart Leslie. Real player? Fake player? Fake. Real. It's real. real. Lionheart Leslie oh. is real. He's a junior at Cal State Fullerton. I have a list here of what? funny basketball names. Lionheart? <laughs> Lionheart Cal Leslie. State Fullerton has a basketball team. They that, do they're not. a baseball school. They have a great they're, baseball team. They don't they even do have not. a university. There's no faculty there. It's just a baseball team. <laughs> shell, it's a shell company. It's a minor league team for <laughs> the like Dodgers. Trump University, except it's in the Cal State system. Nobody wants to go to Fullerton to check on the school. <laughs> Uh, Lionheart. I don't think they're going to draft old Lionheart. He's a junior. There's not a whole lot of steam on him. Okay, really quickly, because I don't think you guys are enjoying this bit at all. Jalen Brown is a small forward type, like an Andre Guadalla, Ron Artest, whatever. Uh, he's supposed to be a top five pick. Not a very good shooter, but he could be a good defender. So that's one guy. Jam- he could use defense. So. Yeah, he'd be a good defender. If he could learn how to shoot the three, he'd be awesome and he'd be perfect fit for this team. But... uh. Who knows if he's ever going uh, to shoot? I think what we've learned from Ricky Rubio into his 10th NBA season is that guys definitely get better at shooting the longer they're in the league. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so the fourth guy is Jamal Murray. He's like a Chauncey Billups, Randy Foy combo guard. Think of Levine without the jumping ability. So he's like a good shooter, but not much to him there. So, eh, I don't know. I would be okay with him just because he's a good shooter, but... And then, uh, and then one Bud Heald. Yes. Bud Heald. Think can of I, him as like a CJ McCollum type. Token. So where is everybody on Buddy Heald in this? I know Stu, Stu is I like him because he's the, he's the one player I've heard of. That's why okay. I like him. I saw two Brandon, three college on? games, and he was in two of them this year. So that's why I want Buddy Heald on the team. I am on the fence with Buddy. I know he's old. That doesn't concern me a ton. He, he is thirty-five. That's thirty-five years old. Yep. You're going to get three or four. Going to be out a of grandpa soon. Uh, yeah. He is lights out shooter, and he would be an absolute perfect fit next to Rubio because if you look at Buddy Hield's shooting, like when he has to create his own shot, he's still a pretty good shooter. But when he's just like a set shooter, or you know, like one step and shoot, somebody's passing it to him. He's an unbelievable shooter. Like he's like. Uh, Clay Thompson or something. Just fucking awesome oh, shooter. I like Clay Thompson. That's so he would be great next year. The only difference is that Clay t- and and similar offensively where if you ask Clay Thompson to be like your number one out uh you know, the number one guy on your offense, you he would be bad and your offense would be bad because that's not who he is. Uh the only difference is Clay is pretty good defensively, and I don't think he <laughs> will be that good defensively. So and then in the NBA now, it's all about versatility. Like, you want guys who can guard the a point guard and a shooting guard and maybe a three if you need to or something like that. And healed can't really play many positions and can't really defend many positions. So sort of one-dimensional, but that one dimension is the most important part of basketball these days is, is shooting, especially threes. So I don't know. And also another thing that I would say is he is known – 
as being like the an insanely hard worker like that's kind of his reputation so you would think with that he would be able to turn into a guy who could hold his own defensively i don't know i'm 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 totally I'm totally could go either way on Buddy. There's right no on the fence in this program. You I know we're not supposed to be on the fence here. I, I don't get it. I, I I don't know what to. I don't know what to think. Can I have Can I have a few weeks? Because we got we're just no. in the start of scouting season. I got to break down some game film. Get, I've got DVDs being sent to my John house. John will give his opinion, and I will give my opinion. Then then you have to give yours. That you see, so you get about thirty seconds. Well, John, it's nice that you, you guys are going to weigh in because you guys will really help guide me. I'm sure you guys are. You're across the pond, John, so I don't know. Everybody loves Buddy Heald, so I'm worried about him. I'm worried about the conventional wisdom. And guys who are really good, their senior season, like an Evan Turner, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he was six years older than anybody he played against. (laughs) Hey, uh, not to throw any uh, uh, water on the Chris Dunn love, but I think they're like two months apart. Chris Dunn is also very old. I already said, why would they draft Chris Dunn? So I'm still 100% on this opinion here. So you are ready at 6 p.m. There was no midnight for you? No. Okay. Okay, so that's John's point of view. Clarence, I'm, I can't, I'm edge of my seat. No waffling. I'm, I'm anti-Buddy Hield. Oh, man, Clarence. Train. I'm sorry. Uh, he's 87 years old. Clarence, you did not hear me talk about it. Yeah. I saw him play two games this year. I saw how him. That, how did that not sell you on him? I, I saw him play zero games this year. Uh, so I, I think I'm going just maybe a little bit more than he used to. Yeah, um, nice try, I, I have no idea. I know what I've heard you guys say. Uh, he is old. He's 87, uh, mm-hmm. one-dimensional, one good season. Um, he had a garage sale in Eden Prairie today. No, it was Bud Grant. One of, well, one of the <laughs> I... If I have a top five lottery pick, I don't want a low ceiling, old one dimensional player. I want multi dimensional, high ceiling, young, projectionable. You want the dragon bender? That's what it sounds like to me. You want him long? I don't know. Upside. Mm-hmm. I want. I, I want upside. I want a guy whose name is actually Dragon, <laughs> not maybe his name is Dragon. Umlauts and squiggly mm-hmm. lines. So you don't want any umlauts or squiggly lines. You only want a guy. I want a dragon. I don't want a buddy. Do you want? Do you want a buddy? A professional athlete named Buddy, or do you want a professional athlete named Dragon? I don't want a guy named Buddy. You're right about that. That that worries me. What's his real name? It's not Buddy, obviously. You know, Budrick. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to look it up. His real name is is Shivano. It is not. That's a fishing lure. (laughs) His real name is Wally Diver Healed. Wally? uh, Shivano. Shivano? C-H-A-V-A-N-O. Shivano? Shivano Healed. I can see why he goes by Buddy. I think Cavano. Cavano. Maybe Buddy's better. Yeah, great. I'll give it to him. Hey, Buddy. Buddy, he old it is. He's from the Bahamas. That's pretty cool. I don't think there's any that other guy cool. from the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Mm, no. Tim Duncan. No, Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson, like the Gophers. Michael Thompson. Yeah, Gophers. Michael Thompson is from the Bahamas. Tim Duncan is from Virgin Islands. 
Saint Kitts. Let's say Bermuda. I don't know. His uh, he got his Puerto name Rico. because his mom loved the TV show Married with Children. So he's named uh, after Bud, Bud Bundy. I'm married Bud, with children. Bud Bundy. Wikipedia says it's true. Bud Bundy oh. was like uh, four and a half feet tall when he started as a nine-year-old, and at the end of the show, he was still four and a half feet tall. Bud Bundy, hmm. but giant. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Did Bud Bundy ever do celebrity boxing? I'm sure of it. I'm not even going to look it, it up. Like I'm so sure. Like he would have fought Screech at some point. He had to have. Screech would have gone in a good twelve rounds, I think. Yeah. Okay, another name, real or fake? Hingle McGringleberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fake Brandon. Kean Peel. Kean Peel. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yep. So that's my that's my num that's my first scouting report for okay. uh, what we should be looking for, and you know the, the Timberwolves. Last lottery pick for at least 10 years. At least 10 years, yeah. Well, probably so for a lot of reasons because we have a bunch traded away in the future, I believe. So, Shit, I didn't mean it that way. But yeah. <laughs> that way. Yeah. Damn it. No, I know. I know. Things are looking up. Things are looking yeah. up for the Wolves and for my beloved Sixers. We got them. <laughs> we process. got that number one pick. Trust in that process. Yeah. Uh, all I right. love that Dikembe Mutombo is at the center of a fixing controversy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. What a moron. What a moron. I mean, they let him in, and, and they tell him the secret of the conspiracy, and he keeps it a secret for four minutes. <laughs> yeah, which actually is much longer than you would think. Yeah. <laughs> if you gave Dikembe Mutombo a secret, you just have to assume he's going to be screaming it in that awesome accent of his pretty much as soon as it's possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. Well, it gave, uh, gave people something to talk about, so that's always fun. Do you guys... Do you guys want to talk twins? Ugh, boy. Guys, I left the country for three weeks. What happened? They were on a, a. They almost pulled off the thing where they didn't win until you got back in the country. Like they won, like I think the Monday after you left, and then they didn't win for another ten days. And I think that was the day you got back. Yeah, they got rained out a couple times. I think too. Yeah, it. Uh, it's just been a snowball effect. I mean, it's just been everything has gone wrong. It's not just been one thing. It's just been constant. I mean, it's just been. There was there was one day I checked in on Twitter and Wade had somebody some one of the beat writers had tweeted the lineup card that the twins had put up and Wade had retweeted that and made some joke and I looked and there were legitimately three people I didn't know who they were on the lineup card. Like, um, do you know who Robbie Grossman is? No, I've never he's heard a, of him. He's a he's a midfielder for our Foxes at Leicester City. <laughs> no, he actually he's the, he's the new Minnesota Twin. He's going to be on the team tomorrow. I've never heard of Pat Dean. I've never heard of Jesus Senatario or whatever the catcher's name is. Um, he's Centaur, the yeah. best catcher on the roster right now. <laughs> well, that's not exactly difficult. You would be the best catcher on the roster right no, now. No, no, I'm. Not. <laughs> it's so bad, and it's happened so quickly. They're not 
tomorrow. I mean, the next game will be their fortieth game. They'll be a quarter of the way through the season. They'll probably be ten and thirty. That's Which insane. That's is just... a forty win pace. Yes, that's that's bad. I don't. This is a good example of them not trusting the process at all. No, they're they they're fucking scrambling. They're doing. Out. They're they're signing minor league free agents and calling up. I mean, they signed Grossman yesterday, and he's on the next plane into town. I wonder if he'll retire before he gets here. <laughs> they sent down one. One of their best players from last year has been sent to AAA. They just sent down Eddie Rosario. Rosario, Buxton, Kepler are the AAA outfielders now, right? That's a more watchable the outfield of the than future the future is all in Rochester right now. Yeah, just go to those games. Like, yeah, those, those are way games. more fun to go to. Buxton's playing really good. Yeah, that's true. He's I like, a, I just, I had a I had a text conversation with my brother Dave today. And he came up with the best possible idea for the Twins, which is send all the young guys to AAA, send all the old guys to extended spring training, and forfeit the rest of the season. Just shut it down. Nothing really good is going to come for this. I'm yeah. done watching him anyway, so sure. What the hell? I don't know if anybody knows what they're doing in that organization. I'm sure they're smart, but I don't think anybody knows, like, here's here's a plan. They're panicking. I think they're that's all you can... Panicking. They're like, straight up, it's full-on panic. Like, is there, any, there's, is there any voice of reason you think in that organization right now where someone's just like, hey, guys, quit calling people up and trading people and dropping people and signing new people. Let's just, just fucking breathe for a second. We're already out of it. Let's get a, let's get a plan together. They're just like, no, I just traded J.R. Graham to the Yankees for cash. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, did you know that, John, down. they traded J.R. Graham for cash? Why? Why would they do that? They need cash, baby. Oh. They're not getting any tickets. How is tickets. that going to help anything? No revenue from, well, from kept, ticket sales. They kept him on the team all last year. An entire <laughs> year, and then he gets like four appearances this year, and they're like, oh, fuck this. What? I don't have that the energy. I don't have the energy right now, but there's been like a dozen things where if, if like the whole front office got cleaned out the next day, you'd be like, "Yeah, I can see that being the breaking point." There's been like ten of them already. There is no reason that every person who works to the Twins organization should not be fired. Every person. Well, John, this is not going to workers. Where, where, this is where, not going to get better until every single person is fired. The uh, John, here's a counterpoint. What if the front office actually made a bunch of pretty good moves, but the one move they weren't able to make, which was convince Tory Hunter to come back, is the one thing that's really torpedoed the season. What about that? What are you talking about? Tory Hunter was here, he'd be able to provide some of the leadership that this organization needs right now. He's not, so that's why a lot of these problems have come up. Are you buying what I'm selling? This has got to be a bid. No, this is like a legitimate conversation you also missed, was there was like columns written about like, well, they're really missing his leadership. You can guess who wrote the column. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Suhan wrote one. Who else? Were there? Was there more than one, or was it just Suhan writing this several times? 
I think Suhan just copy and pasted what Terry Ryan emailed him. So I don't even know if you want to call that a column. It was just a, it was just the the subject line was like had like the forward thing in the in the column. How is how is it? There was one. There's only one take stupider than what the twins are doing, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit of a thing too. I, I don't want to say it was a it was a big deal, but uh, I don't think anybody even has the energy to fight about any of this anymore. But it's just like, uh, what are you? No, please, no. Is, is Phil Mackey blaming payroll whiners yet? Ah, I haven't been paying attention. I don't think so. I think everybody is. I think most everybody has turned on them at this point. There was a little bit of that last gasp. What if it's Tory Hunter? And that went away pretty quickly, thankfully, because there's no winners in that argument, right? I mean, if you want it to matter, it matters. If you don't want it to matter, it doesn't matter. And there's a billion examples on both sides. So luckily that didn't last too long. And even now, I think like even Bert turned on him at some point. I think he had a meltdown yeah, the, in the past all, couple of days. I, I, I had the game on mute last night. He chewed out Hughes, right? He wants Hughes to pitch through pain. Because I think he's got some shoulder issues, and I can go either way on that. I mean, yeah, obviously, you're never going to be I totally mean, healthy, thinks... but also, it's like I'm pretty sure Phil understands his arm, and I and I also don't really want to have somebody out there who's going to be shitty. You know, like it's... playing through the pain is usually like a pretty cool thing for yourself, selfishly to say, like I played through the pain, but a lot of times it like doesn't help the team very much. Sometimes it does. And up, up until last night, Hughes had been miserable all season. And he pitched well. I think he was up to, like, was the pitch count 75, 80, somewhere in there? Yep. Yeah. And he had just gotten a couple of pretty hard hit. I think uh, Cabrera had tripled on him or something like that. And he, he came out. And I think he said it was his call, not Molitor pulling him. Oh, really? See, I hadn't heard that part. I wasn't sure whose call it was. I think that's, and I, I apologize if that's incorrect. And Wade, you can you can fact check that. And, we and won't shit, follow I don't know. If, if, if you said, I mean, I assume that was not Hughes was saying up. 75 pitchers, I'm good. Let's go. Little yeah. Bullpen. Right. So. I yeah, so he either he's like to do that. legitimately injured or he thinks he's going to be injured soon. So he's trying to take it easy on his shoulder. Who knows? Either way, nothing yeah. at all is working out. Unfortunately, the best way it's been put so far this whole year has been total system failure. And it's a yeah. joke, but it's also like super accurate. Because even though this is a shitty team they put on the field, these guys are still playing like shit. Like way worse than they should be playing no matter what. So it isn't just the front office. I mean, obviously nobody thinks that, but... Um, top to bottom. Blech. I don't know. I don't know. And let me ask another question. Joe Mauer has well, it's probably immaterial at this point. Let's because he's not. He's kind of been bad recently, and now he's yeah, he's totally he's, come, he's back, come to back to earth. So he is what he is. He's like a an okay player at this point. Um, but if he was having a great season. And he was tradable. I don't think he's tradable right now, right? Unless you pay for like 80% of his salary at this yeah, point. Yeah, you, you got a lot of salary to eat there. So if he was tradable and he turned down 
you know, he, he wouldn't uh, give up the trading rights or whatever it is. Uh, I've been on his side for most every part of his career. If he decided to not be traded for whatever reason, I think this would be the first time I would negatively judge him as being a wiener. Like he should, he should want to go somewhere else, right? Like what would be, if he's competitive and wants to win, he, he needs to be pushing for a trade. I would think, I mean, he has to know this is a, not only a sinking ship this year, but probably for the next couple of years, considering how bad they are now, it would just strike me as odd. If he was like, nah, I'm good. I'll stay here. This is fun. So I don't know, but that's, and we're probably never going to be able to find out either. Right. It'll all be, no one's ever going to come up public and be like, oh yeah, we had a trade to the Orioles on deck. And he just said, no, he didn't feel like it. Um, so it'll probably all be private, but that, uh, I don't know. That'll just be weird to me if he decides that he doesn't want to be traded. He should have, well, I was going to say he should have asked for it a long time ago, but again, he was completely untradeable until for, until there was about, until about six games in this year. Right. Right. So John, that's the twins. Well, that's depressing. (laughs) It's It's bad. It's not good. Yeah. It's bad. It's yeah. gotten it's gotten bad. And their next two series are at home in great weather against the two ALCS teams from last year. So they got Toronto and Kansas City. And uh that'll be fun. Oh, another thing, John. Um, maybe you knew this, but did you know that Clarence is not allowed to legally talk about the twins? I, I heard that on the podcast. Is his lawyer with us tonight? There is no lawyer tonight. I don't know if there's a lawyer. I'm monitoring the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't trust our recording, so he's got a second recorder up to his phone just to make sure it all tracks. And there's yep. no editing, no sneaky editing. Uh, yeah, so that makes it a little bit less fun as well. Um, ugh. I just they're too depressing to talk about. I didn't even know they played today until like (laughs) 7 o'clock tonight. I got home and uh, checked my phone, saw that Rosario got sent out. I was like, what the the fuck? And then I saw that he like totally screwed up like four separate times today and Molitor actually pulled him in the middle of the game or whatever. (laughs) Which which is bad when you're not hurt and they just pull you because you suck. That's like, you know, Matt LaCroix getting moved out of catcher because he keeps throwing the ball into center field. <laughs> so sad. So <laughs> sad. Didn't Boy, he have to take LaCroix out in the middle of an inning? Yes, Frank Robinson did, and he started crying because he felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Robinson, one of the hardest men on planet Earth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I forgot about and that. Rosario, Rosario just, yeah, everything was bad. I can, I can see why. So, oh, you okay, Brandon? Yeah, no, sorry, drop the, drop the phone, but I'm okay. Okay, uh, drop the mic. I yep. dropped the mic accidentally. I have like, I have like five thousand cords. Wow. See, I think the record hands. while you were gone, John. I think their record while you were in England was like two and eleven or something like that, which is actually a pretty good oh, overall for their winning percentage. Yeah, that is actually better than their overall winning percentage. So. Oh. <sighs> So, like, I know this is kind of a dumb question, but if you were hired immediately, like, as the new GM, what do you do to salvage this year at all if you know what you're doing? I mean, 
Who's even tradable? I'm, People keep saying Plouffe. Not, I don't know who the fuck wants Plouffe. Like he's, what, almost league average? I guess if you're desperate, but what are you going to get for him? I just would run the same lineup out like for a couple of weeks. <laughs> just keep just, the rotation the same. Just calm just down. That's calm number one. Calm fucking down. <laughs> God. God, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> like this. If, if this was fantasy baseball, they would have used up all of their moves already. You know, like you get a certain <laughs> limit of <laughs> transactions, and like, oh, you're you already hit your max. It's all right, guys. Minute. Tonight we're batting in alphabetical order, <laughs> just to try to get things get things it, going again. John, at one point they had a lineup where they, they moved Mauer to um, lead off. And then the five, six, seven was like Sano Arcia Park, which it that's it. it why, <laughs> John? Why? <laughs> you're from England. Tell us why. Yeah, you're the colony. You just don't understand. Yeah, we're we're very confused. Yeah, I mean, this whole taxation without representation bullshit is one thing, but that lineup really was that just. It was the the corn laws of lineups, am I right? Yeah, pretty much. Whatever, Dave. So true, I Uh, think. Yeah. I got nothing else to add on the Twins. It's just... It's it's just awful. They're so bad. They're on pace to win like 40 games. So that's not going to happen. This is worse. I mean, the the four years before last year weren't this bad. They were really bad years. I'm rooting for them to win. I would like to see them lose 130 games this year. That's going to be tough. 32 yeah, and 130. Pace. They're on pace to beat that. <laughs> it's true. It's going to be tough, Barely. but I think they can do that. Mm-hmm. And I want it to happen because I want everyone fired. Why not us? And that's only. Why and that's not? only going to happen if they are historically bad. Well, right now they are. Yep. So let's make this happen. We joked about Glenn Taylor when he had the coach and general manager openings of like, what on earth gives you the indication that he's going to make the super smart move? He has never once shown in 30 years that he's going to be able to do it. I have even less faith in the poll ads, but it just does take like hopefully the one guy at the top to change Maybe not everything, but most everything, right? A general manager is in charge of a million different facets. So maybe it's not completely hopeless. You think they'll hire Van Sluten or not? I mean, he's in town. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the pedigree. You hire... Well, uh, I love him like him because he's Dutch. So, I mean, that's, you know... (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Give it to him. Get a... Call team Windmill. It. I'm on Team Windmill. Team Windmill. Call up uh, Andrew Albers, I think, his mm-hmm. independent yeah. league or AAA pitcher of the week. Get him up here. Oh, yeah, we, we, saw, we signed Albers again, by the way, John. Yeah, John Albers. I'm not kidding. He's, John, are you there? I think John might have a beer. Hold on. Back up a second. Andy. You signed Andrew Albers again? Oh, Albers. We, yes, we kept, we kept bringing up guys from Double and Triple A, so they had nobody down there, so we re-signed Andy Albers. He's, a, he's in the 250 game winner to be Andy Albers is back, baby. Oh, my goodness. You wouldn't even be, that's how pathetic this is, I wouldn't be remotely shocked to see him get called up again. If he is starting this weekend, I won't even blink. <laughs> no. I won't even fucking oh, blink. Yeah, sure, that guy. 
uh, 42 Not years sure. old. If you count the Korean League, I'm still only 65 wins short. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I would say these things can't be true, but they clearly are. They are. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This, this is, this is, these are all things that have happened. We're not even exaggerating in the bottom. No. I don't even know I where guarantee, I would go to exaggerate. I guarantee PJ Walters sleeps with his phone at his side right now. He's got his phone on him at all times. Cole DeVries is like, well, Cole I DeVries. better start loosening it up, I guess. Yep. Playing catch in between showing houses. Backyard. Yeah. Shoulder's not as young as it once was. Okay, Broxy, would you still do the podcast when they after after they sign you to you know for the bullpen <laughs> and stuff? Would you still do the podcast? There were a few guys with uh, with some speed guns at my last game. I'm not sure what they were doing, but they. Uh, we'll see, guys. We'll see. I can't talk about it till the inks, you know, till it's, okay. till it's signed. So, okay. sorry. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But yeah, I would love to come back and talk to you guys. Remember all the folks I, I knew before times. I made it big. Yep. Yep. John, do you want to get caught up on some other aspects of? I got to get a beer. So go ahead, go ahead. I don't know I why you guys so don't bring questions. your beers with you. I have my beers sitting next to me. You should do that from now on. I know I'm lecturing Stu, who's like in the garage sweeping not at this here. point, but <laughs> no, he's, he's not here. He's gonna get outside and mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, I got a miner's light on the front of his lawnmower. It's dark All right, out. So here's the other thing that I have no idea what happened, and it got referenced today, and I didn't know what anyone was talking about. So Rick Pitino is just chartering a jet to fly him around? This is, we think, a whole lot of nothing. He went a little bit over budget for his miles for his private jet and was under budget in other areas. and triple over his budget. Yeah, but it's a line item of of a full budget which was met i mean eh, he's incompetent but not because of this like let's just focus our hatred on the the actual job he's doing on the court he's very bad at his job so i went back and i read this story and one of the other things it found was that uh we're gonna take a bus to the airport but richard patino is just gonna drive his car there and charge the department to park it he can't take the bus He's just going to leave his car at the airport where it costs $40,000 a day to park. <laughs> that I thought was the best. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive my car to the airport and just leave it in the middle of the road. Way more convenient, and I'll charge the resulting parking tickets to the department. 
I did not read the details. That's kind of fucked up. Or this guy he was recruiting, I don't know what high school he played at, that just now committed to Wisconsin. And they're like, and the kid was like, yeah, he just like never came to visit. I don't know. Didn't really care. So maybe he didn't care, but like, why would you recruit him if you're just going to half-ass it like that? So well, Lakeville doesn't have an airport, for one. Yeah, how are you going to land your jet? Lakeville's I mean, got an airport. Does, oh, does? Wait, uh, is that the one they share with Farmington, or is it their own airport? Air Lake, it's entirely within the city of Farm of Lakeville. Can a jet land? They actually had to annex a portion of Eureka Township to accommodate. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. An odd-shaped little nipple in the city of Lakeville that was that, that a big, was that a big contro- was that a big controversy in Eureka oh, Township? Kind of under the table, kind of a little bit, a little bit under hmm. the table. Maybe the, the controversy part is how under the table it was. Hmm. Sure, not really controversy. Oh, okay. Because like I know a lot, like the, like those townships get annexed, and the people who live there sometimes get a little. Oh yeah, this this is like maybe a half an acre. Ten oh okay, okay. Anything. It's when you do like four hundred acres and take away a township's tax base to yeah. accommodate a city, then a township gets a little squirrely. Township's got nothing to say about it. That's that's the controversy. Yeah. Townships have no authority. City right. can just annex land without. So do we do we know the particulars on the Gophers jet? Would the jet have been able to land at the Lakeville Airport? Yeah, it's a pretty big air. I mean, okay. the runway is long enough. Really, you, you can land just about anything because what's next to it is just a field. Okay. So you can land. You may not be able to retake off. Yeah. You'd have you don't mind the field. You can land. You don't mind a few bumps here and land the space shuttle there. If you get a tractor out and pull you out of the mud, but you, you could land. Really shows your commitment to the kid. Die. If you crashed your plane going to visit a kid, I mean, I'm pretty sure you got him. Well, mm-hmm. shit, they landed the, in fucking Con Air. They landed that plane in the Vegas Strip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody lived through that. Documentary. You <laughs> land on, you land next to Jeff Belzer's Chevrolet. Not a problem. <laughs> so, John, that's the least of our worries We're done at this point. We're done talking twins, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. You can, talk, you can come on back. Okay. <laughs> come on back. I'm even sad. I'm so sad right now, Claire. I'm, I'm going to join you in in the boycott. I, <laughs> I was the the and pessimist. With a UND thing, just to really shit on me. Is <laughs> like, he still waffling? It's like they're doing an internal meeting. Dave St. Peter and all the guys stand there. What do we know about Swamp Town? Is he still on our bandwagon or not? Well, I don't know. <laughs> the we last better, guy. Just to make sure. What, do we have any brainstorming ideas on how we can just really make sure he gets off our bandwagon because we only have one guy left in our bandwagon we got to make sure we get rid of him what could we do to get rid of clarence we put in like six new taco stands and he didn't care about that let's celebrate und's (laughs) hockey championship (laughs) first of all illegitimate championship to twitter illegitimate hashtag illegitimate championship sarcastic to the twitter machine yeah and they announce it God damn it. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. 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 Like, let's have taco night. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Uh, Bring free your cat to the ballpark. First 5,000 fans. Free sombrero. And white rice. And let's all they're playing Greenways is... Tier 2 Championship, 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Every walk-up song is a different Kanye West song. Black <laughs> <laughs> skinhead, goddammit. <laughs> where's the melody? I know there's, that beat. I know that beat. There's no melody. 
St. Paul sucks. All the bad shit about St. Paul on the Jumbotron over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Your lawyer must have left. All right. Anyways, go for basketball. You know, much ado about nothing. He got it approved by Teague. Uh, There's a lot to complain about with Patino. We don't need to invent things. Let's just uh, let's focus on the things that are right. And just to be super clear, we are not on Patino's side at all. Oh, there's just so much to complain about. Just too much. Why invent something? Why dig up some goofy thing? Yeah, totally odd. John, do you have any other questions? Uh, I know you sent me a list of things you wanted me to catch you up on. I can read through that and try to answer them unless you have the list in front of you or have even new questions that I didn't even think, think of. I think the other one, well, there are a couple other ones I wanted to ask. Uh, so the Gophers hired a new AD. Did we ever get any information on why he left a school that was at least in the same ballpark as Minnesota, if not arguably better? Less of an absolute embarrassment. Uh, I don't think so. Following up from last week's Super Show, uh, we were wondering what sort of crimes he had committed in New York to have to to flee in the middle of the night. I don't think he's been arrested or or really been found. So, I mean, there's a lot of outstanding crimes there. So we'll probably figure it out at some point. But uh, but as of now, he's still. I think he's still just walking around a free man. Gotcha. Syracuse Not, Strangler has never been caught. The Syracuse Strangler. Not under indictment. The Scranton Strangler. Not currently under indictment. Gotcha. Not currently. And let's stress currently. It will happen. Never convicted, Your Honor. Exactly. And All right. And my final catch me up. The Spurs lost? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. I thought they were unbeatable. Um, they The old guys on the Spurs looked really old. Who are they playing? Uh, OKC, Oklahoma City. Who has a basketball team? The Thunder. Who's playing Golden State? Oklahoma City. Because they beat the Spurs. You said they're playing the Spurs. No, they beat the Spurs, and now they're playing the Warriors. They beat the Spurs. Oh, they beat the Spurs? Like, in a series? Yeah. 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 In six games, after losing the first by 35 points. I thought you just meant in one game. No. This is is nice. Catch catch John up time is the same as catch clearance up time. (laughs) Yeah. Who's on the other side? I know they're all Western side, so who's in the East? Cleveland, uh, LeBron and, and Toronto. Yeah. The Drakes versus the LeBron. There's only four teams left? There's okay. Only, yeah, so wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me there's a chance, not a good chance probably, but a chance the NBA championship could be between Toronto and Oklahoma City? That would be hilarious. Please, God, up in heaven. So I don't ask for a lot. You shit on me with the Twins. UND celebration night. Let me let let it be Toronto, Oklahoma City, please. That's like a, that'd be like a, a Nashville Phoenix Stanley Cup. Oh, <laughs> God, that happen. Uh, or a, like a San Jose Tampa Bay Cup. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Is that actually possible? Is that was gonna happen. That's possible. Oh Jesus Boy. Christ! That is sorry. Possible. Sorry about your favorite sport, guys. <laughs> that's and not, in Tampa. Woof. A Stamkos Stamkos is their best player, and he's out? No. Stamkos. Stamkos. And Bishop, who's maybe arguably their second best player. Uh, arguably. What? 
Hmm. But still, yeah. coastless bishop versus San Jose. Are the, so the Blues are out? No, that's the point. It's, it's St. Be. Louis and San Could Jose be. right now. Gotcha. In the West. I read you. All right. Uh, yeah, John, we all are sad that we didn't get to see the Warriors versus the Spurs because that was going to be a classic. But, but Oklahoma City's playing really well right now. Yep. Yep, they fucking spoiled it all. And Clarence's pipe dream of getting Durant here dies with every game that they win to get closer to actually getting to the finals. Does this price tag go up? Yeah, every day. Every single day it makes it less likely. I mean, if they would have gotten Wait, blown he's out. he's going to get the max anyways, right? What oh, difference does it make? Yeah, for sure. But here's the thing. Well, then how, does he, how do you drive the price up from the max? No, not the price tag. The, my understanding of the word max is it means the most. It is, totally. My, not price tag. You can't the, go more than the most. Totally, very true. The price tag is not the issue. The issue is the further he gets with the thunder, the more likely he stays with the thunder of, like, we got a good thing going. Why? If they had gotten fucking blown out by the Spurs for nothing, he might have been like, I'm off this ship. Fuck this. I'm out of here. But now it's like, shit, I, we almost made it. We're going to run this back. Just more likely. Like LeBron admitted oh. candidly that if the Heat would have won in the finals, he would have stayed. They lost, and he's like, all right, well, didn't make it happen. Time to move on. So that's weird, but guys think like that. So you should be rooting for the Warriors if you want this this uh, Durant dream to happen. How's the uh, how's game two going, Brandon? I don't have the TV on down here. Their last I saw, we're losing by twenty five. So it's going to be one to one Warriors versus Thunder. Twenty five? God, it was like a four point lead when I. Yeah, yeah, they really blew them out wow. at the end there. And uh, yeah. Stu and I are are anti Warrior fans purely because the owner named his two dogs after Ayn Rand characters. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those goofy Silicon Valley, you know. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, he named him after Wait, like. Isn't that, isn't that San, San Francisco's team? Yeah. And they tolerate him? Yeah. 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 They're those tech assholes. Clarence. Those tech the guys are always all, like that. They're just fucking they're weirdo. They're like yeah. self-made men, yep. you know. Yep. It's all about me. But it's San Francisco. Yeah, Oakland. no, but Silicon Valley is whole different deal. Whole different deal. They're yeah. not a bunch of hippies there. They're very much like. Not, yeah, the, the, the tech guys are not hippies. Clarence. They're libertarians. They're crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, he, this, like, does San Francisco have their own team? A different team? No. <laughs> no, it's the same I, Golden I guess State. I'm just wrong. I associate Golden State with, with, uh, San Francisco, but you're saying it's more Oakland and San Jose. Yes. Hmm. I'm saying the owner is well, Joe Lacob, and he's a Silicon Valley nut job, and he, Again, self-made man, whatever. He is taking credit for the roster construction of the Warriors, who, by the way, were a shitty eight seed until Steph Curry came out of nowhere and turned into a back-to-back MVP. He's taking credit for the fucking Warriors. Steph he's Curry. taking credit for the, for the best shooter of my life. We're light. He's saying, he said shit like we're light years ahead of other teams in terms of roster construction and this and that, and we're going to be so far. It's like, what? Did he, on did earth he say they were smoking? disruptive at all? I think he said he oh, actually did say they were disruptive. Shit, right? yeah, he said. Oh, we disrupted oh, the whole. We disrupted. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, he Wait, is is the most one of the most. So ins- he sounds like a successful Sam Hinkie, like a Sam Hinkie, but who actually has accomplished something. I think that he is. 
No, he doesn't sound anything like Sam Hinkie, who's a totally like opposite of engaging, outspoken, whatever. Sam Hinkie is a vampire who lives in a basement and never says a word to anybody. Joe Lacob's out there glad handing and bullshit and just I don't it's just weird to me that he's taking credit. I think even as donor even if you did do that, you should be like, Hey man, all credit to the roster. These guys are great. They're really good players. You should not be like we curated this organization, and we're going to blah, 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 blah. You're the fucking owner, man. So I love the Warriors in some ways, but I don't know, man. I don't like that guy. It's kind of – I don't like those no, weird I, egos. I, 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 I love Teddy, but I, I'm not a big fan of the Wolves New Jersey business practices. I yes, kinda, very uh, similar. <laughs> look at it that way. You know? I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. Exactly. So, I think that's what you got to think of. You can find someone to hate on every team, and that's kind of, you know. Very I'll watching yeah. Steph shoot. I don't like the city of Oklahoma City itself. One of my least favorite cities in the have world. Been have you been there before? Yeah, I have. Been. Top three worst cities I've ever been well, to in my life. It's just I, it goes for order: Winnipeg, Oklahoma City, Bakersfield, California. Top three. Oh, oh wow! The streets of Bakersfield. Oh boy. Yeah, hard. I scramble. couldn't. I couldn't put them in order. I'd say I'd probably have to put Winnipeg one. Bakersfield 2, Oklahoma City 3. These but have to be like big cities? Yeah. Like what's the threshold? Because like Thunder Bay, does that not count? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. I think it probably wouldn't count. Yeah, it would count. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah, got to be something of significance. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can't be like Waconia. Fuck Waconia. Yeah. Right? Lewisburg, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, it has to be a city that other people in other states had heard of. SAD Blue Earth. <laughs> if you said Blue Earth, if you were in Reno, and you said, which Reno would be number four, if you were in Reno uh, and you said Blue Earth, Minnesota, they wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. But if you're in Blue Earth and you say Reno, Nevada, they know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There has to be something somebody's heard of. Reno is number four on my worst cities list, by the way. Oh, that's a good one. That's, yeah. I would think that would be up there. Bad city. Hmm. Being there right after being in Las Vegas, which I don't love Las Vegas, but being in Reno right after Vegas is is jolting. It is startling to be in one place immediately after the other because they are so, they have similarities, but so much different. I haven't been to Reno, but it's, just hearing you describe it as being that much worse than a city that I hate is now in my top three. Reno, top three like, worst cities. I what hate are, All the parts that you hate of Las Vegas are amplified in Reno. And the parts I hate about Las Vegas are um, being around incredibly unhappy, miserable people. That's all that is That's in the only there. people that exist is what Better. I'm hearing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not my scene. Not... And you're, so it, it's just odd. It's jolting is the best word I can come up with because you're driving through Lake Tahoe and you're like, oh fuck, this is beautiful. Yeah. Holy shit, look at all these beautiful houses. This is gorgeous. And then Reno immediately like five seconds later. Holy crap! Where the hell am I? This is miserable. Every bar sucks. All the food sucks. The people are all miserable. It's ugly. Holy shit. I haven't been to many cities. It's, it's hard to go to cities that you hate because typically you just wouldn't go. I mean, there's I don't really like a lot of Florida, but I just yeah. tend to not go there. Well, I didn't know any better. I think I was 
No, it's a long story. But uh, well, yeah. and there's also it's there's like going to be moments when you have to go for work, or you have to go for like your yeah. kids' fucking regionals are in Gary, so you got to go to Gary or whatever. I don't think sure. they're doing a whole lot of tourism anymore in Gary. But no, this was the case. I didn't have to go there. I was I had a car. I was ah oh, fuck it. We're in the neighbor. Let's try Reno. Oh, uh, all right. Well, you made that mistake, so we don't have to. Well, and it's before you know the internet. Really, I, I suppose the internet existed. Like the military had the internet, but it's, <laughs> it wasn't like you go Google stuff and go like, well, what's in Reno? Let's go check it out. It's just something you've heard of, so let's go try it. Sure. That's when the old school like adventurism can go wrong at times. Like it, absolutely, you just didn't. I just didn't know any better. Yeah, I spent a I spent like four days in Munich about a decade ago, and my buddy and I had the philosophy then of like, let's just go and just see what where it takes us and whatever. We're not going to do any research at all beforehand, and we had like just kind of a That's shitty the time. Out of the movie Hostel, by the way. So don't, <laughs> don't do that, everybody else. Yeah, I mean, we had an okay time. We had a couple good nights. We were there for a long time, and we were like, I don't know, man. It's it's fine. And then we got back, and we we did a little bit of research afterwards, and we were like three blocks from this awesome neighborhood that had all these great bars, restaurants, whatever. And we're like, fuck. We were in like what we felt we were like in a suburb, you know? It's like if you went to Minneapolis and just drove down to like where the new football stadium is, and you're just like walking around. Going like, oh, Minneapolis fucking sucks. There's a giant fucking building and there's nothing else. Yeah, exactly. We did the equivalent of that in Munich. So that's like when keeping it real goes wrong, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I prefer to do research. Um, John, one thing that you were bitching about, if you will, um, offline or online, but, but off the air was about the Vikings draft. Did you want to get caught up on that at all? Did you just want to like, do you want to vent a little bit or how are you doing? Well, I'm just so confused because if I recall our discussions leading up to the draft correctly, we said the Vikings really need a safety because they don't have any safeties and they really need all the linemen they can possibly get because what they had was they had six terrible offensive linemen and the way they fixed that was by signing two more declining offensive linemen. So basically they're building a Terry Ryan pitching staff in in front of Teddy Bridgewater, and we decided that wasn't a good idea. So we thought, well, they probably needed to draft some offensive linemen. So they went into the draft, and they drafted a wide receiver, a cornerback, the worst offensive lineman in the whole draft, a wide receiver that's never played football before, and I can't even remember who else. And the the confusing part, oh, they also traded a pick for four more picks that will be spent on mid-round linemen that never pan out next year. And the, the thing I don't understand is I was listening to the Mike Rand, Matt Vinsel Access Vikings podcast, and they were talking to a guy from CBS, I think it was CBSSports.com, mm-hmm. who said this was, the Vikings were one of his top five drafts. Um, this was one of the best Bill possible Barnwell drafts. Bill Barnwell gave him an A- on ESPN yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. The smart guys loved it. What is, All the smart what, guys seem to love it. So, What is going on? Well, I, don't know. I think, right or wrong, their idea of our offensive line woes is different than, than our consensus here. I think they were like... You're getting a couple guys back from injury, and you're signed two other guys. That's a ton of depth, so you're you're probably fine there. Again, not my point of view, but that's what it seems to be Barnwell's point of like pretty solid. 
Not great, but solid. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't really. I'm not an offensive line. That makes no sense. Guy at all. I, see, because I don't know. Jay Walters and Gohan Pino to be on the offensive line. I think they're. But the Patriots thinking. have been doing that for years. So maybe it's oh, like they true. look at that and say like, well, and Sperano, I think, is what they're they're putting their faith in Sperano, getting them a new system, and getting something out of these guys, kind of like what Zimmer did with the defense, which is it's a way of going about it, and maybe it'll work, but I've got my doubts. Right? Yeah, I don't, and I I know Barnwell's smarter than me. I also know Tom Pelissero is smarter than me, and he thought Christian Ponder was going to be okay. So <laughs> I've. <laughs> I understand experts are experts for a reason, but man. Barnwell said something in his. He said that Khalil only gave up, and he linked to something. I didn't even look to where he got it, but he only gave up like five sacks last year. That's just like, no. yeah. They were, yeah. They were all on the, the, the playoff game. <laughs> I was going to say, it felt like he gave up 40. So maybe it's like yeah, he just got half credit for some. Or... Bridgewater ran to his right as fast as he could, knowing <laughs> yeah. that the guy was coming. Sprinting the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that's where some of those, like, he cut down his sack total. Like, sure, maybe officially. It was like, but that right, mean like, was good. Yeah. He, he was, yeah. The Twins started, uh, what would it be, P.J. Walters has less home runs given up than last year because he pitched. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he walked three fourths of the guys, so yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think that seems to, and I'm hoping because there's not much else you can do. I'm kind of in the same camp of like those guys seem smart. I hope they're right and I'm wrong because it feels to mm-hmm. me like just a bunch of too. like shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe these guys, maybe Boone and what's the other guy's name? Andre something. Andre Smith. Smith. Yep. Maybe they're all right, mm-hmm. and I think we're also like Lodeholt and. Sullivan, they were good, but they were injured for a year, and just feel like guys that big that are getting older are sort of like horses. You got to just take them out back and shoot them at that point. Like <laughs> the fuck up. I just don't they know if guys way that... back and it's all over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the only thing I can think of. Is otherwise, if they hadn't yeah. made those two moves and then only chose the one lineman, I think everybody'd be like, "That was your number one need, you morons." So once they filled that, they were like, oh, good, receivers. Well, that's – you needed him. And the trade, I think everybody thinks that was a really good trade. Um, yeah, the, the value that Barnwell had on it was like a – they traded a dollar for a dollar eighty nine or something like that. I don't yeah. know. And obviously so, they could – all those picks could turn to shit, of course, but they don't yeah, really like judge John them said, like that. They just draft four more <laughs> Willie Beavers. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. good of a trade? Yeah. Well, I, I had only a dollar, but I traded it for a dollar eighty nine, which I then took around back of the bar. <laughs> I burned and it. Paid a guy a dollar eighty nine to headbutt me in the crotch, <laughs> and I bought these used. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know yeah. what to think. I, I, they didn't yeah. seem to get a whole lot better, but they didn't obviously seem to need to get a whole lot better. There wasn't again. Uh, yeah, training camp opens in two and a half months, guys. So we can two and a half months. We have a rookie mini camps like tomorrow. Yeah. So, but thanks, thanks to the baseball team, we kind of have to keep track of that now. So yeah, there's something fresh to talk about. Everything is bad. Everything is either yeah, bad or not in season. I think is kind of the uh, the thing right now. Minnesota United's leading the league. How about that? We'll be soccer guys. Links are off to a good start again. 
So we yeah, really may have to we, have, we may have to drill down on the niche sports here for the next couple of months, guys. Women's softball won a big game Shit. recently. <laughs> College World Series, baby. No, wait, that's not right. That's incorrect. I'm sorry. They're into the playoffs. Yeah, not not there. Uh, my son swings a pretty mean bat in the backyard. Had a couple pretty Ooh. good rips. Piper's got her last uh, dance comp this weekend in St. Paul. Um, well, she's looking forward uh, to a really looking forward to a really good uh, good outcome. So. The video that you posted, Stu, of some girl doing this crazy gymnastics flip. Holy fucking shit! Right, same <laughs> in GD same. I have never. It, it didn't look real. It looked like the matrix it just she did like five flips in the air yeah that one like the first big jump she did just holy crap she just like did two flips and then she went up on to after two flips <laughs> just... if you another thing f right after you watch that go back and look find some sort of youtube clip of the the gold medal winning gymnastics clip in like 1976 when they do like three cartwheels and call it a day. Yeah. They don't, <laughs> yeah. They're not even yeah. the same fucking species at and this point. The place point. is going ape shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she landed it. She landed the round off. Spun in a circle <laughs> on her to- tiptoes. Holy crap! That's the most amazing thing I've ever uh, seen. The form. Yeah, I mean, it's just. <laughs> It's 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 fucking incredible. So anybody who's not following Stu, go. F- I mean, I'm sure you all yeah, are. I think I, I think more. I think ESPN actually had it on Sports Center. Oh, okay. So it's it's getting morning. so it's, it's it's gone viral. It's you'll you'll be able to find it. Oof. Yeah, it's an amazing clip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got. I'm out. I'm out of stuff to yeah, talk about. I think we got an hour and ten minutes. We kept it tight. Kept a. Tight for oh, us. Tight's the word. Uh, less short. Less, yeah. <laughs> Kept it short. Shorter. Short but meandering. Yes. As we do. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, um, um, a quick shout out. Good to have John back. I just. Yeah, I John. It was weird without back. you. I really didn't think he was going to come back. I thought it would just be Dave. Well, it was hard too because there was like zero unhinged rage this past few weeks. Because the one that I was expecting was Clarence, but he's not legally allowed to rage out about the twins. So it's been very odd and subdued without you. So I'm happy that you're here to to piss and moan. Um, we're, we're missing that portion. So thanks, well, thanks for being back. I had, yeah, thanks for being you. I, I had the I had the trip of a lifetime in in the United Kingdom, but it's good to be back. Oh Fine. yeah, we didn't even. Can we just quickly? Sure. Yeah, quick five minutes. Okay. Yeah, give us a little. Give us a little uh, of an audio slideshow of your time. You were there for two weeks. Yep, I was there. We we got in on a Friday afternoon to London, and the main goal of that day was trying to stay awake until it was nighttime because we'd been on a flight all night and on the, on the red eye to London. Uh, so we basically just wandered around, uh, the next day, the big highlight for me was going to, uh, an Arsenal soccer game, which was, of course, a, a dream come true for me, so, had a great time doing that, and then we were on this tour that just sort of went all over the, all over England and Wales, and we went to, we started in Bath, and went to the Cotswolds, and 
North Wales and the castles up there, and then over to the Lake District and York, and then back to London for a couple more days. So, so you were on a guided open. sort of tour the the whole time, like with yeah. a big group, or yep. Well, it was it was a group of about eighteen people, I think, mm-hmm. plus the tour guide. Who <laughs> the tour guide turned out to be a guy who had played rugby for Bath Rugby Club and for the England youth teams back in the days before rugby was a professional thing, which was kind of funny. So I asked him a million questions about rugby while everyone else was trying to ask him questions about, like, Roman castles and stuff like that. Oh, man. So so that was that was pretty fun. So we were on, a, we were on this, um, this trip with, like, 18 people on a, on a big tour bus, which, you know, there's plenty of room for everybody and stuff. But the amazing thing was every road in England, like, there's some freeways, and every other road is, like, six and a half feet wide. And I can't <laughs> believe this guy. And on either side of the road, is it's not like, all right, here's the white painted line, and then there's ten more feet of space for someone to walk or ride a bike or whatever and then there's a curb and then there's a sidewalk and then on the other side there might be a lawn or something like that it's just like stone walls right up to the edge of the road and this poor guy who's driving the bus has got to try to drive this bus at 45 miles an hour down these tiny little roads with cars whizzing by the other way and i just the whole first day people on both sides of the bus were going ah (laughs) yeah out of fear yeah, and this guy just had fear whatsoever. It was amazing. So, did you end up being like good friends with these other people on the tour? Did you know them prior, or I? Well, it was my whole family was about a third of the tour, so I know I knew those people pretty well. Ah, of course, yes. But you know, you do get to know these other people. So I I know people in Houston and Pennsylvania now. All over the place. Oh, great. You actually talk to other people. It's not your thing, right? I, I did talk to other people. I try not to whenever I can, but... Like a good Minnesota. Sometimes it's just unavoidable. All right, so you've got... If somebody asks you, you have three bullets to send for tips on what to do when they go overseas. Three maximum. Can't do anything more than that. What would be your... Obviously, Arsenal game's got to be on there, right? Like your... Yeah, well, that's, a, that's on my list. Just go to a soccer game. I, w- I would have gone to more, except the schedule just didn't work out. We, th- this tour that we were on sort of stopped in a number of small, smallish towns. So on, like, the Saturday when there'd be sporting events of all kinds going on, I was in Conwy in North Wales, which is a town of, like, 4,000 people sure. and has no sports whatsoever. So... I missed my chance to do more. And well, no, that's, I, that's I the town that, was, that rolls the cheese down the hill, I think. Uh, I can verify that is not true. That is not the cheese. How can you know? How the fuck? How can you possibly know? They only do it once a year, man. They just weren't doing it that day, John. The annual cheese roll. It's annual. It's not a daily cheese it's roll. It's on the internet every goddamn year, and you're lying about it right now. God, I if love it was the daily, it wouldn't so be... Cheese hill. I was Googling it. Cheese Hill Rolling. Cheese Hill Rolling. Annual. England. England. Shit, my fat fingers. England. Bland. I typed. Cheese Hill Rolling. Cooper's Hill. Cheese Hill Rolling. See, John? Gloucester. Right down the way. Not the street, but the way. Right down the way. Yeah. Right down the muse. Yes. What town were you saying it was, John? 
what town? Well, Gloucester is in southwest England, and I was in North Wales at this point. But like England's like fifty miles. Google Maps yeah, says like that's uh, like, one point seven miles like away. The size of Maple Grove. <laughs> yeah, I I always thought that too. But every road's six feet wide. Remember, so you can't go anywhere. We're so good at geography on this podcast. I think I we're probably the best yeah. local podcast for geography. Scouting and geography. We visited Quinnipiac while we were there. <laughs> you were in upstate New York? I, I was in Pennsylvania. I know that. <laughs> okay. So your favorite things, one arsenal, what's number two and what's number three? Um, two, I, one of my favorite things was the Roman bath, the old Roman baths in Bath. They they've just done a really good job with that historical site and putting it together, and it's just sort of amazing that this thing that was built two thousand years ago is still sitting there in broadly the same form as it was two thousand years ago, which is not really an experience you get in America. I I'm guessing the oldest building in Minnesota is probably Fort Snelling, which was built like a hundred and ninety years ago now, and like every house in all of England is much older than that. Yeah, that so part that was, is incredible. I remember being in, in Ireland and, and going into just a random-ass corner bar, and it was like, oh, this has been around since uh, 1712. Yeah. Like, older than America, and we, most buildings. And, and you know, this with this tour, we saw so many Roman buildings and then medieval buildings and even back back into the 1400s and stuff like that, that by the end, it was like, oh, this this house was built in 1653? Big deal. Oh yeah, real it contemporary. Doesn't even, it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so. Okay, so that's number two. Good. So that would be number two. On uh, well, let's see, number three might be the Churchill War Rooms in London. I went into that with no expectations, and it was really good. So. I don't have any idea what that is. There. So during the war, there was sort of a bunker underneath one of the government buildings where basically Churchill was running the government from. And they've sort of restored that so you can see a lot of the, a lot of the rooms that were part of this complex underneath. But they also sort of added a big room with a Churchill museum. And we were only there for a couple hours, and I could have spent another hour and a half there just because there was so much stuff. And I, I thought that was another thing that was really well done and very interesting and was would would be worth a trip back at some point. Nice. Were those, the you know, were, were those also the rooms where, like, you know, he would like show up to a party just hammered drunk, and some rich lady would say, "You're drunk, Mister Churchill," and he'd throw up on them. Because <laughs> I love that classic. That was quote. Nice. Those two things about nice. Winston Churchill: that he saved England's ass in World War II, and he threw up on like women, who, like half the country. <laughs> There's some story of an English... Well, what would you rather have, Stu? Would you rather have a gentleman and be speaking German in Gloucester? <laughs> or would, would you rather have Winnie puking up on ladies and a free... <laughs> I think he's our favorite historical figure on the sportive. Winston Churchill? Yeah. Sure. Oh, there's yeah, no I, doubt. He's, he's definitely top three. I, don't, I have no idea there's who would no compare. It's like... Miko Koivu is number one. Sure, sure. <laughs> Winston Churchill. <laughs> Koivu is uh, as old as Churchill. Yeah, yeah similar, both, similar ages. <laughs> yeah. Both equally.
probably good on the power play. Good wristers. Well, that's uh, that is that's good, John. What else you got? Come on, give me more, more England. Did you have bangers and mash? Um, I I did have bangers and mash. I ate beans on toast. I I had an English breakfast pretty much every day and ate a lot of beans for breakfast, which is always an entertaining thing. Um, I had a lot of fish and chips, which of course is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh-huh. I had about fifty cheese and pickle sandwiches, which it turns out I love. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Bread, cheese, pickles, all good. But it's not like dill pickles. It's like other pickled stuff. It's a little hard to explain, but just try it. It's sweet really pickles? Is it grilled cheese? No, kind of like sweet pickles, but not sweet pickles. Oh, thank God. I was going to somehow kick you off the podcast. I was just going to burn this place down. I don't have the authority to kick you off the podcast, but yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, this short podcast turned into a long podcast. We should get out of here. Yep. John, thank you for the recap. We're very happy you're back. Stu made a great point. Um, Don't ever leave us again, please. And uh, hopefully you have some more stories in your arsenal because we're going to need to talk about some more shit here for a couple of months. Yeah, we're going to need we're going to need some help. And I do want to say open invite to one Clarence Swamptown. If you want to have just a one hour session of just getting it all off your chest officially, uh, we can do that. We can do a short of we can do a special. Uh, this is the like a. Clarence's subconscious sort of thing where it you know, keeps you out of the uh, your lawyer's okay with it. Somehow you can leak an email to us and we'll read it off for you. Something I just want to let you know we're here for you if you need to get some of this uh, Team 2016 stuff off your chest. I know you're not going to be able to respond right now legally and that's fine, but I just wanted to, to let you know. Um, and I'm going to keep scouting because I know that we're the number one authority of, uh, of NBA draft scouting. So I'll do that, and we'll come back next week with, with some scouting thoughts and, and who knows what else. But uh, I just wanted to say uh, we love you and we miss you, and we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye. Buddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.